Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Friday night, I would say everything is all right, but it pretty much is not. But you tune in to page one. It's got to be all right from Nissen. Uh, how are you once again? LeVar joining you along with my wonderful friend Mary. How are you? I'm good. How's everything over there in the snowy Midwest? Cold, snowy, um, in some aspects a little bit of a warm-up, but more snow on the way, at least here for us in Chicago, uh, for my friends in the south who are in Texas, definitely thinking of you if you're listening in this evening, and I know that there is a lot of stuff. We'll probably mention in bits and pieces throughout the night uh, things about what's going on down there. Um, I have a lot of contacts down there, and I know one of my friends uh, had been without power for at least a few days. Like, the scenes coming out of there are amazing. I've seen ceiling fans with icicles dangling from them, water pipes which are bursting, uh, and just, like, water flowing through. And uh, just a little while ago, I got off the phone with someone from down that way, and they said, I don't know how you got, you guys can do it in Chicago. Uh Right now here in Chicago, we have about somewhere between 26 to 30 inches of snow on the ground. Um, So not to uh, lighten what has gone on in the south, uh, but we're kind of going through our own little battles up here too, but we're used to it. Um, And we didn't lose power, thank goodness. down there, it's like something out of like a worst nightmare scenario. Everybody pointing fingers at each other. Trust me, I really did have uh, a commentary <laughs> on the state of things down there. Um, I am going to, for the better half of myself, refrain. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will say this, you know, especially with things that are going on down there, uh can I go on a two-minute rant? Go ahead. Yeah, do your two-minute rant. You're already a minute and a half in. <laughs> only leave me at 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I would say in a weird thing, and I thought about this today, uh, at the end of the day, perception or deception or truth still equals to issues that are going on that need to be addressed. There's so many different things going on, especially I know people want to talk about what their elected officials are doing, what they aren't doing, what they're saying, 
what they aren't saying or who they're placing the blame on. And the one thing that I think I thought about more and more is that, you know, the perception of things, because people are saying, well, and, and let's, I don't want to get too political, but I know a lot of people were saying, well, Santa Cruz shouldn't have gone on a vacation. Did he kind of make the wrong choice in what he said, uh, why he went? Yeah, probably. At the end of the day, that's up to him. That's on him and whatever he does. Uh, I think I would probably say at this point, when someone and like I'm a little bit on the fence because there's some people that say well you should have stayed. That's his choice. But at the end of the day, as a voter, I will be thinking about that when I go to the polls. That's your choice. That's his choice. At the end of the day, if you want to do that, that's perception. That's what then turns into how bad it looks. Especially when the going gets tough, you don't want to see your elected officials go leaving town and going to their nice $300 estate in Cancun or, you know, hotel room in Cancun. That's perception. But perception is something in which a lot of people are going to have their own opinion about it. And however you feel about it, I hope that you exercise your right to vote or you peacefully put out your opinion, which everybody is entitled to, and we'll decide it when the time comes when that referendum has to happen. And then when it comes to the public officials down there, everybody's pointing fingers at who's to blame. And like I said, as an outsider, I can't say, hey, you guys shouldn't have did this or you shouldn't have did that. We all know what the deal is. We know what you use a small percentage of compared to a huge percentage of. It's Texas. We all know. But it still equals the fact that there are people who need help. So no matter what differences you have, this is kind of one of the things. Nero fiddled while Rome was burning to get out of there and needed help. People still need help down there. And I would wish that in times like this, we don't look at it from a left point of view or a right point of view. We look at it from the common sense point of view of where people still need help. People are dying. People are starving. And people don't know what's going to happen next. So put all of that stuff aside. And let's tackle the main, for those of you down there, tackle the main issues right now. Help your neighbors. And I don't care if you're conservative or if you're rich or you're poor. It goes back to the core value of helping your neighbors. Everybody's going to have their opinions. Set aside for another day. Once you all get out of, you know, if it's a sinking ship, we don't have time to argue about your political viewpoints and differences. We get, we get ourselves away from the issue right now, then we can sell it once we get the dry land. But for now, put it aside and face the issue first. That's all I got to say about that. So, it's insane. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Um, I've already checked in with my friends and family-ish, the, my extended family that are in Texas to make sure that they're okay and have power, and they, they do, and they're back to work. Um, and uh, I, I made sure to uh, hug those people closest to me out here, and I got a chance to actually spend some time and, and uh, focus on myself, which was nice. So today has been a good day. Today has been a an awesome day for me. Good. 
good. And I, I hope wherever everybody is at tonight, they're doing the same thing. Because you know what? Like I said, people are getting stressed right about now. Go out and do something nice for yourself. Do something if you can. Um, oh, before I forget, one quick thing. I told uh, Mary before the show that it was something a friend of mine had posted. And uh, <laughs> only in Texas, uh, they had uh, put a list here. Uh, the good folks at H-E-B, or as me <laughs> as a Midwesterner will call it, HEB, uh, <laughs> they have a purchase limit on bottled water, which is pretty much, that's I get that. On that's eggs, standard across the board, yeah. Yeah, eggs, okay. milk, bread, ice, Propane tanks, which you know, <laughs> living in different areas, you're like propane tanks. What? But I, I think people ah, the hill now when I'm thinking generators. propane tanks. Yeah, gloves. And there's one particular thing that they also have a purchase limit on. Can you guess what it is? Pig's feet. You are within the range of it, but they have, Whoa, uh, I have a limit on brisket. Brisket. Who would have thought? Only in Texas. <laughs> but there is a purchase limit on brisket. Yes. Well, I mean, okay, well, if you, you know, a, a food, it is a food item. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, like, who would think that it would be some other, like maybe ground beef, maybe like uh, steaks down there, brisket? Brisket is the main thing on the list. It's nothing else but brisket. Go ahead, Texas. Wow. Um, I will tell you, tonight's show is pretty much one of those shows where um, I like to call it potpourri shows because it's a little bit of everything tonight. Uh, so many different stories. There's probably some things I didn't even tell Barry that we'll probably go through during the show. I will guarantee you tonight we will have our retro PSA, our retro commercial. Uh, we will also uh, take a look at what's trending. Um, I didn't know if I want to save that for later in the show. Actually, one thing I did not know, and I think we said last week on this show, um, there, uh, we talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I think I told you just how uh, how diehard some of these people are when it comes to it. And I guess I want to make a correction. Tina Turner is in the Rock Hall, but it's for Ike and Tina. She's not in as her own solo artist. Um, and a few hours ago, uh, they came out with the fan vote uh, results. And uh, over a million votes were cast in it. And so far, leading the fan vote and I hope I pronounced this name correctly, and I've never, and I'm sad that I didn't, I've never heard of the artist, and forgive me, I'm, I'm not a full music fan. Uh, Fila Cutie is leading the fan vote, followed by Tina Turner, Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, and Carole King. 
Um, so the fan vote doesn't really matter, <laughs> which is kind of weird, because last year uh, the top uh, fan vote winners didn't even make the rock call. <laughs> but okay. It's the people's choice so far uh, who is leading um, for it. And I got to tell you, now, I'm a music fan. You're a music fan. You love your mm-hmm. era of music, which I think that you're more of an 80s fan. Um, 70s rock, 80s pop, yes. 70s rock, 80s pop. And I am more of the era from, I, I hold sway that probably the 60s was probably the best era of music followed by the 80s. And then, and I unashamedly will say, 70s, then 50s, then maybe 90s. Um, I will actually say, I I don't know a couple of these artists, probably never really heard of, like, all of their music. And there was a guy on here today, which I think is fitting of how some people think. And when someone said, you know, what happened to the Rock Hall? And they were talking about Fila Cutie. And they were like, they shouldn't even be a part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're not rock. And someone said, have you ever even listened to him? Or listened to him? And they were like, no, but they don't belong in the Rock Hall of Fame. And they said, well, the minute that you said it, you pretty much, you know, your opinion now did not matter. Because if you never listened to him, it was like he pretty much was an early pioneer of other groups that came along afterward. But I was like, but how could you make a decision just because it's not somebody that you listen to? And I think that's the question I'm raising here. That's like somebody that's saying, well, I don't think that that's the greatest music and you've never heard them. You know? Right. Well, that, uh, unfortunately, in, a lot of people are like that. Like if they don't if they don't know it or they don't listen to it, it's a big deal. Like I am not a fan of twangy country. So um, when it comes to country music, I am not a fan of like Johnny Cash or Conway Twitty or any of the ones that are in that air. I know, I know. Hurt, hurt. <laughs> I know you are. Anyway, so. But I've listened to them, so I can say I'm not a fan of. I never said that that music is not important. I'm not going to say that, like, Johnny Cash is not influential. Influential. I'm not going to say that, um, you know, the, the, the music didn't evolve and that there's really good older music and there's really good newer music. None of that stuff. I can say I'm not a fan. I've listened. But there's plenty of people that have go, ugh, country. It's all twang and people talking about their trucks and tractors and dogs. And and although, you know, in a way they are correct, that's not all that country is. This is from a young lady that grew up in a rural area, folks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I grew up in a farm town, ladies and gents, so I know these people. No, I, I, it is what it is, you know. Like if I say I like Rush, which I do, I am a fan of Rush. Love their music. Sad that they can't keep going. Here's the thing. Somebody can look at me and go, Rush. And all they've heard is one song, and it's <laughs> Tom Sawyer. 
<laughs> the one that I hate. Your anyway. favorite, your favorite song. I know. <laughs> oh yeah, favorite in quotation marks. The point is, if you don't listen to it, then you can't make an opinion on it. But unfortunately, everybody makes an opinion based on their biases and their background and what they think, this is the best part, what they think it means. When half the time they don't even know what it means and what they think it means is so far out in left field. That's like one instance versus the entire whole. And it's Actually, I know you're such a big fan, and I'm glad that you had talked about that. So uh, as a surprise tonight, um, I am going to put this record on for you because I know that you are a big fan of Rush. And uh, let me see here. I uh... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't start, man. There's got some good music. Don't start. Oh, I messed up the record. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know, a lot yeah. of kids. Don't worry, not, I've got plenty. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of kids would not know what that sound was, which is even more disturbing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I even know, that, sadly, the sound of when your tape gets caught up in the tape machine. And that, that was the worst sound that one could ever hear. Because, oh, yeah, and the cassette player? <gasps> yeah, the cassette player. If your tape got stuck in a cassette player, you cringed because you knew that if you weren't able to save it right away, that you pretty much tape was no good, especially if it got, like, curled up and crinkled at one bad end or if you had to get the pencil and kind of, like, or take your little finger and twirl <laughs> everything back around. Yeah. If you was... could get it back in there without it stretching, the problem was as if it stretched or you had to cut it. Exactly. If you cut it, it was done. You're dead. It was dead to watch. But if it stretched, oh, no. I lost many a cassette tape that way. Mm -hmm. And and nothing against them, but the worst cassettes that you could buy, blank cassettes, which I am guilty of, I used to go to Walgreens and I used to buy the Tone Masters. You're young. (laughs) Who's got money to buy the nice Memorex ones? Yeah, those are pretty expensive, man. I think with Memorex, you only had, like, you could only get, like, one or two in a pack for, like, Five bucks. Four I mean, that, bucks. That stuff was expensive. Yeah. You can go to Walgreens and get like a twenty pack of tone masks for like two dollars. <laughs> so that's what I use. But then you could also make more than one copy of what you were trying to do. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, before I forget, I'm surprised that you did not mention it, but uh, the almanac uh, today uh, is the fiftieth day of the year. Uh, we've made it fifty days in. Uh, the 19th today is uh, Chocolate Mint Day. It is also Lash Day. Um, it is Caregiver's Day. Not something I did today. Yeah. Tartar Sauce Day. Um, oh. And then tomorrow is Comfy Day. It is Yay. Cherry Pie Day. Muffin Day. Yeah. <laughs> no jokes. <laughs> and... Love Your Pet Day, which is tomorrow. Oh. Uh, the 21st is Grain Free Day and Sticky Bun Day. And then one notable thing, on the 22nd, on Monday, it is Margarita Day. Whoop, whoop. So if you want to celebrate ahead of time, do so this weekend. As always, don't drink and drive. Uh, 
But uh, I'll yeah, I'll be breaking 50, out some margaritas. Fiftieth yeah. day of the year, um, which means three hundred and fifteen more to go. <laughs> we'll be there before down. we know it. Okay. We'll 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 be there before we know it. We will we will make it. Um, <laughs> man, it feels like it's the five hundredth day of the year. <laughs> I, it's I don't know more about like you. the three hundred and sixty fifth day. Wait, no, it'd be the three four hundred and fifteenth day of the year. Like we yeah. just started twenty twenty again and just kept going. Right. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's been a long one <laughs> so far, and it it feels like a repeat of last year. But let's hope it gets better for all of us as we kind of go along here. Um. I, like I said tonight, this is kind of like a potpourri night because there's just so much that we kind of had in the uh, cards for all of you tonight. But I know, I think at this point, I don't think anybody really wants, oh, you know what, by the way, um, Hmm. I'm going to actually mention this for probably the first time tonight. Uh, Speaking of music, uh, there was actually an interesting thing that I ran across today from uh, local station here in Chicago. Every once in a while, they'll put a question out to people and ask them about their favorite types of music uh, or what they listen to. And some would put um, that uh, uh, entity called Best Life. They use gathered data uh, to name the three worst bands of all time. And the three worst bands, according to them, was Nickelback, <laughs> Limp Biscuit, and Creed. <laughs> <laughs> All of which should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I kind of agree. Uh, but here's the thing. We were all listening in the late 90s, early 2000s to these bands. I don't know. We're not listening to Creed. I mean, I heard the songs on the radio, and they were playing in that nauseam. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of them, so it's not like I don't know who they are. Um, right. And and when I say we, yes, we all did because we heard it. I mean, that was like a soundtrack to those who, you know, towards the beginning of the century, that's what we were listening to. We didn't say they were bad then. We were just like, eh, not my cup of tea. But now, as history has kind of gone, according to that, and I think they asked, what's the worst band of all time? Uh, other people were saying Hootie and the Blowfish. Some were saying Dave Matthews Band, which I know for a lot really? of you out there, I know for a fact you're not saying Dave Matthews Band, because many of you were at those concerts smoking your doobies while you were listening to Dave Matthews. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that you just said doobies. <laughs> some people I knew. love it. Some people said Starland vocal band. Another person said Wham. Uh, another one. Wham even, is pretty bad. Yeah, and one person even said Pearl Jam and Bon Jovi were overrated. Oh. Well, yeah. Um, overrated, absolutely. Uh, other people were saying Rascal Flatts. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, Blink-182, and U2. 
someone was not a fan of Duran Duran or the Beach Boys. <laughs> Steely Dan came up in this one. Uh, Little River Band. <laughs> someone even dared say it, the Beatles, which... How dare you? I, I How am... How dare you? Yeah, you know... I'll say it for you. How <laughs> dare you? Yes, that's that's a huge. Notice no-no. out of all of those bands, I didn't hear Rush on there. No. No. Surprise. No, they they were not. Beatles uh, was so of the two of us, you like a band that somebody thinks was the worst band ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for those people who said the Beatles, you are a bum. I, was, I thought you were going to use the you suck one. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I think that probably hurts a little bit more. But somebody said Uncle Cracker, Leonard Skinner, Rolling Stones. Um, no, somebody did say Rush. Rush is actually on their list. Mm. Uh, System of a Down. I was going to say, there's got to be somebody on there. They said the Plastic Ono Band, Men Without Hats, uh, John Cougar, <laughs> Pat Benatar. REO Speedwagon. <laughs> they have some a lot great of Rolling Stones on here. The Eagles were also on this list. Uh, and then somebody said Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. All Bob does in his music is whine. <laughs> a few people are now saying Rush on this list. Quiet Riot, U2, Aqua, which I think should probably be on that list as well. But Yeah. yeah. For those of you who want to have, it like just a, sounds like a lot of people that are just naming off bands because they couldn't think of somebody, and that's the one they didn't like. Right. So, yeah. Like I listened to it. Eh. <laughs> you know, there's those some people out there that probably are like, yeah, you know, uh, I agree, but yet they have every CD of that band at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. Rush people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, you know what? Um. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no I was gonna say we're almost at the uh, halfway point of the night. We got a lot of good topics ahead in the second half, which I was kind of saving okay. these things for. But what I will do first, and I'm gonna do it now, because normally we do it uh, a little later in the hour. But I'm actually going to take a look now at what's trending online. And earlier, I know the big thing that's trending is about Kim Kardashian West, who filed for divorce from Kanye today. Uh, That is one of the uh, top trending things out there. Uh, Of course, it's Friday night, so TV shows are trending right now. Smackdown and RuPaul. And Drag Race and Love After Lockup. Uh, The anime awards is trending. That is going whoop, on whoop. right now. Uh, are you a big anime fan? I am, actually. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, good. it's par for the course. Look at my face. <laughs> and then something, I've never heard of this, maybe perhaps you have, Wilbur is trending. They're talking about Wilbur and Tubbo. Oh, I guess. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can you, yeah. can you, explain? you know, there's been more of that trending lately, and I, I, I've, I get it, but I, I still don't. Um, 
I mean, I know that's going to be something that coins print because a lot of people watch it. I have no idea what that stuff is or, yeah. So, um, I have no idea. (laughs) But that's trending tonight. Uh, Also, uh, streamer uh, Carl Jacobs is trending uh, Mm. as he hosts a Minecraft karaoke live stream with fellow creators including James Charles Quackity, Wilbur Soot, Tubbo, and more. Um, yeah. Oh. oh, okay. That's the singing. That's why Wilbur and Tubbo are up on uh, trending because they're mm-hmm. doing the karaoke thing for Minecraft. Um, probably with Tommy in it as well. Yeah, there's a lot of that that's uh, trending tonight around that. Also, Arby's mm-hmm. is trending because. Okay. The biggest sandwich Arby's has ever sold has sparked some discussion. It is uh, a sandwich called the Meat Mountain Sandwich. It is stacked ridiculously high and uh, with almost all of the meats. It has two chicken tenders, slices of roast turkey, pit-smoked ham, corned beef, 13-hour smoked brisket, USDA choice Angus steak, roast beef, and pepper bacon. There's also some cheddar and Swiss cheese somewhere in there. <laughs> wow. And it looks happy as it sounds. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's like a four-day meal for me. Yeah, that's more of a coronary for me. Um, <laughs> I They're probably don't... so good. Yeah. What do you put on that? Do you put horsey sauce on that, or do you put like you just leave it plain? That okay. Here's the deal with that one. I would probably leave it plain, but because it's good meat. Um, but horsey and Arby sauce on that bad boy. Ooh, yeah. Mm. All right, now I'm having like food porn moments. Like that's really good. <laughs> uh, also trending, Metallica. The reason why is <laughs> say the current state of Twitch. The official Twitch gaming channel cut off the live Metallica concert to play 8-bit folk music to avoid DMCA violations. Good. <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway is Serves trending. Serves them right. Yeah. Anne Hathaway is trending because she revealed on tonight's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race that she was the ninth choice for the role of Andrea Sachs in The Devil Wears Prada. Which, uh, I guess it's not too bad that there were eight other people before you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, besides that, uh, that is pretty much what's trending or what's worth trending. <laughs> so with that in mind, I will tell you uh, tonight's retro moment and PSA is coming up here in just a few moments. On the other side, we're going to really get into the nitty-gritty over some things tonight because there is something uh, that for those of you who had a favorite drink growing up, the name of it, uh, some people want to change. <laughs> <laughs> and it caused my friend to give me a look over the phone that I could see as far as the thousand miles that we are apart. Uh, <laughs> but we will talk about that. Uh, we will also... <laughs> We will also uh, 
discuss a few other stories that I found, and I, I did not know about Fauci. Um, a couple of stories that have to do with COVID-19 and the whole world of dating and how it's kind of changed our habits. You know, that's pretty much a topic that we uh, love to talk about around here. But we'll have those stories along with everything else that pretty much will pop up on this page one for this Friday night. By the way, to let you know, uh, last week, it goes without saying, we completed uh, the 300th overall show, not this show, but the 300th overall show here on this platform on Blog Talk Radio. If you've listened to any of them, thank you. But tonight, this is show number 84 of page one. Um, since we, in this current uh, incarnation of this show, of a show number 84, which, you know, once weekly, that's, that's quite impressive, I would think, for once a week. So thanks for listening. Retro PSA and retro commercial coming up here. Uh, you, of course, are listening to page one with LaVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after this break. Civil Defense Film, produced in cooperation with the Federal Civil Defense Administration and in consultation with the Safety Commission of the National Education Association. Produced by Archer Productions, Incorporated. Class attention. Forward march. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an A big parade is so inspiring. Oh, I'm glad I'm not an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I never want to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, there would soon be nothing left of me. Oh, I love to be an Oscar, Oscar Mayer wiener. wieners are all meat, all good meat. Rich and complete meat proteins. Mildly seasoned to bring out all the good meat flavor. Everyone would be in love with me. Next week, you handle just the refreshments, Freddie. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. 
your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Meyer 65 commercial, as they call it, because that was the first one that had the song. I think it's one of those things where you have to watch it in order to get the full, full on. Uh, the poor kid, he uh, he wasn't too into the Oscar Meyer weeder until he got uh, confronted about that. And then he turned it around and he actually changed. And then uh, he was in charge of refreshments for the next week. And then, of course, yeah. the other one, the famous duck and cover. Uh, which thankfully, uh, I don't think we really have to do anymore. Ah, no. Yes, you still have to duck and cover, but not for the same thing. But, I I mean, here's the thing. I mean, is duck and cover going to really help? (laughs) Okay. So the duck and cover that was for the PSA is not the same kind of duck and cover that we do now. There's actually, um, there's a song that I had to do a dance to for City of Henderson, at least, for Nevada, uh, the Great Nevada Shakeout, um, for um, safety, what you do for um, earthquakes. Hmm. And it's, um, they don't say duck and cover, but they, like, I forgot how it goes, but cover and hold on were the last two things. So, like, yeah. Cover and hold on. There were three things that you had to do, and now I'm going to have to look it up. Thank you. But, yeah, and it's um, that was for the Great Nevada Shakeout. They actually had a, a little song and a little video, and yours truly was in it. <laughs> Do you want to sing a part of what that song was for us? Or no, no. Gosh, no. I did. I danced. I did not sing. Um, okay. Drop cover and hold on is what it is now. Gotcha. Well, there is something new. There's something new I did not know about, and I guess uh, this comes from uh, the New York Post, and it said that if you get dumped in the next few months, you may need to ask yourself, did you just get fauciated? A new dating trend called fauching, or declining to date someone if they don't appear to take the, uh, the virus seriously enough, has begun making waves on the Internet. The term and its definition were coined by dating app Plenty of Fish, which included fauching in its annual list of the top dating trends to expect in the new year. The list released in November also warned signal singles to watch out for mask reading, where a potential partner only pretends to care about wearing masks and COVID-19 for the sole purpose of dating you, and apocalypsing, where you treat every relationship like it's your last and get too serious too quick. Asked if he had heard of Fauci, the nation's top infectious diseases expert said no, before asking what does it mean. After being told that it is defined as cutting off a relationship if you don't think that the other person is serious enough about social distancing and taking the pandemic seriously, Fauci burst into laughter. Laughter. He says, I'm going to Fauci you, he joked, continuing to laugh. And uh, I guess I would ask, uh, is this something that you heard of? And 
<laughs> for Fauci? No. And if I've ever done it, no. Those would be the two answers. The quick and quick and dirty, no and no. This was the first time I've heard of Fauci. Um, I always just thought they were ghosting, so I left it at that. And the apocalyptic dating, although I didn't call it that, I get where that's coming from, and I've known some people that were that way, like, you know, three text messages in, and it's I love you, and it's like, woo, back up. <laughs> like, we got some time. I mean, I'm not saying that our time is, limit, uh, is limitless, but we do have more than a couple of days, okay? So let's, 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 let's pump the brakes a little bit there, Junior. Um, so, yeah. And no, I've never done it to anyone else. That's rude. You say, you say what you're supposed to be doing, being an adult. Also kind of on that same uh, trail of the dating world, there actually was an interesting Huffington Post personal article this week about single people and their takes on pandemic sex. And if you have a uh, moment to go there and read it, uh, it actually talks about how single people are going through it during the pandemic experience and a combination pretty much of watching your couple friends grapple with months of nonstop togetherness and the incapacitating reality that dating, meeting people anywhere besides the Internet, especially the prospects of casual sex, feel a little bit out of reach at best and possible at worst. And while there were options like dating via Zoom, but like most things Zoom-centric, it got old fast, and with warm weather came socially distant dates, taking walks or getting to go cocktails and drinking them six feet apart from each other. But it says no matter how people have decided to try and date during the pandemic, many of these encounters seem to end with the same question. Is sex with a stranger or otherwise worth the health risk? Um, and a lot of people say, is, is it really worth getting maybe sick or dying for? And I, I, I think we've talked about this in the past where, I think it really is going to come down to the people who are actually seeing each other, right? True. It really is. It really comes down to the two people that are involved, or three or four, if it's one of those kind of things. Who knows? Because I know also there are, uh, besides dating, uh, other options of getting what you need. I'm not even sure. It's, it's, it's kind of, I, I don't know. In this post-pandemic world, it, there's so many different things out there. Um, and yeah, I know that there a was... Lot of the, a lot of that stuff that's out there before is just now is a little bit more known about. I don't want to say that it's not known before, but I guess it didn't fly. It's, it's less under the radar because people are home. Because people don't have the standard, I met him at a club or I met him at a bar. So now that those other ways are there. But I think they've always kind of been there. And then from across the pond came a very interesting study as well. Uh, one, <laughs> they talked about the fact that uh, according to a poll there in the U.K., a study of 2,000 adults found moving forward, Eight in ten will consciously try not to share items with other people, while 73% will now always maintain a social distance from those that they don't know. 
Uh, 25% can't see themselves surrounded by others in a busy uh, pub again, even after all the restrictions are lifted. 21% intended to avoid buffet-style restaurants at all costs. And similarly, the same percentage won't use uh, mugs or glasses in the office. <laughs> I didn't think you could. And 1 in 10 will steer clear of the office tea round just in case. It's got to be nice to have office tea. Um, <laughs> and then uh, a lot of people said that they won't shake someone's hand. 18% will avoid sitting next to others on public uh, transport there. Four in 10 adults polled via one poll said that going forward, they will be comfortable refusing a hug from someone if they felt it inappropriate. You know how I feel about that. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. So, you know, I was like, they had actually a list of the top 20 things that Britons won't do after lockdown. Among the things on the list was using someone else's lip balm, which I wouldn't do anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sneak a bite of someone else's sandwich. I didn't know that was a popular thing over there. Uh, Using store makeup samples. Uh, Snogging a stranger on a night out. Borrowing a swimming costume. You're borrowing a swimming costume from someone else. Using someone else's makeup. Uh, Using someone else's deodorant. Yeah. I don't think these things I was doing before <laughs> locked out. I don't know if I could use somebody else's deodorant. Deodorant I can't do. Um, well, maybe I can. Let's back that up. In a pinch, I have. Um, makeup, I know that I have. Um, when you are in theaters, everybody basically uses makeup, you know? Um so I've done that for sure, and then just as a woman, here, try this lipstick, here, try this, you know, mascara. Oh, my God, look at this blush, you know, especially if you have girlfriends or sisters. Um, trying to think, using somebody else's bathing suit, as long as it was clean. I, I don't see the point in that one, you know, it goes right into the wash. Um, underwear. I have a thing about underwear. Like, I can't wear somebody else's underwear. That I cannot do. Even in any, I would rather go commando. I I think I'm Um, in agreement. (laughs) Yeah, that's one I won't do. But like some of that stuff is like, "Eh, mm, I wasn't doing, I I wasn't doing like sneaking. I don't sneak bites of other people's sandwiches. Like, right? I'd be like, dude, can I have a bite of your sandwich? That I'd do. Um, I've shared food with friends before, not off of my same fork, but like, oh, my God, you have to try this, and I'll hand the plate over to them to try. So I, I don't know. That's that's not as squeamish for me, but there's certain things that I won't, like, yeah. Mm. And then I love this one. It says getting someone to check if your breath smells, they won't do that anymore. <laughs> Holding the handrail on an escalator, uh, shaking someone's hand, uh, sitting next to someone on public uh, transportation, using office cutlery. But I'm like, that's what plastic forks and spoons are for. I, I guess it's a fancy thing, I guess, over in the U.K. to just use the real thing, but I couldn't trust that. Um, 
I think we're a little different, I think, over here when it comes to that. But uh, that's some of the things on the list. I think a couple of the other things are, like, holding on to, like, the rails and a public transport, which I try to avoid at all costs anyway. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. But it's interesting to see how other uh, places are adapting now to this uh, post-pandemic world. But speaking of adapting, uh, there was an article that came out uh, this past week where we're going to dip into this one very carefully. (laughs) So there is a new push by some healthcare professionals to change the term breast milk to chest milk. In the United Kingdom, one hospital made international headlines for changing the term breast milk to human milk. It's an effort to be more inclusive and non-binary parents. Uh, one Illinois mother said that she wanted to provide the best nutrients possible for her three children, but admits she struggled to breastfeed and was often shamed for doing so. She said that I've had dirty looks, I've had comments, and I'm just letting it go. I'm feeding my baby and providing the best nutrition possible. Some people were intolerant to breastfeeding in public, especially not covering up. But once a baby is a few months old, they bat off that blanket, and they want to see what's going on. Uh, so after her first experience with nursing her daughter, she decided to help others and became a board-certified lactation consultant. And she opened her own lactation service. And now she teaches parents how to naturally feed their child. And she's implemented uh, terminology changes at her practice. And she says, I think that we could speak to people in general terms until we get to know that client individually and then when we know what pronouns they would like to use and to be addressed, uh, they can address them as such. She says she started to use the terms chest milk or human milk instead of the traditional term. She says it's a way to create a more comfortable atmosphere for transgender parents as well as non-binary parents who do, who do not identify with any gender. And she says we're transitioning now to use chest milk just to be more inclusive of all the populations, and that term is probably going to be changed in the near future. Medically, it is possible for transgender men and non-binary people to have a baby. And she says that the term chest milk, human milk, and chest feeding makes gender minorities feel more comfortable and open to the process. Uh, And that that term is not really a pervasive topic of discussion here in the United States, and that breast tissue itself is not specific to one gender. But I'm more confused because... I guess after reading all of this, um, as like you know, we've gone generations of calling it that. I mean, I, I mean, it's not like you know, on old TV shows where people uh, flat out said what they were doing because I think it was pretty much like, oh, you got the formula. It pretty much was that could have been anything. But um, mm-hmm. I would guess. I mean, like it's coming from still. Breast. I, I I get it. I know that the term wants uh, to include now in a non-specific gender, but it's still coming from the breast, right? I mean, I'm confused. Help me out here. <laughs> Which part are you confused about? The fact that somebody's calling something different because they want to include someone else that has the same thing, or the fact that they're being dumb? Like, I, oh, there's so many things there right now that are just making me mad about this. There are two ways of feeding a baby, either with, and I'm not saying 
how. I'm saying two methods or two um, types of liquid. We'll use liquid as a thing. You can use formula, which it is a chemically made formula that mirrors the nutrients that come from breast milk, or you feed them breast milk. Now, there are ways of getting breast milk when you don't have breast or cannot lactate. There are lactation specialists that do it. There are women that continually pump and express breast milk. There are, it, it just, it, it's breast milk. It comes from a female breast. It comes from a mammary gland in the breast. Now, granted, men have breasts as well, and I'm not saying that they can't breastfeed. I'm just saying that they don't produce milk. If they're going to change the freaking name, change it to cheap milk then. Like, that's how stupid this is. It's so, it's not, it's not about inclusivity at this point. It's either breast milk or formula. Those are the only two things that it is. I don't know why you would want to change it. Human milk or formula? Really? Human milk? That makes it sound so much worse. So much worse. That sounds like it comes from other parts of the human body, not from the breast. I just, there's a whole, so many things right now. My brain, my brain. Yes, and I made a face. I made a very big face. I already knew it. I was like, even when you think back at it, human milk or chest, because I was like, you can't really call it chest milk, because I was like, that's the same thing. Because as soon as you say chest milk, I'm going to think breast milk. You're not going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And even if you say right. human we like human milk, it's almost like somebody saying soylent green. Because now I'm gonna be like, human milk, where is that coming from? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I And it's not it's not it's not um what's the word I'm looking for? It's, I don't wanna say discriminatory because that's not it. It's not offensive. It's not offensive. If somebody said, Did you breastfeed your baby? Yes I did, but I have supplemented with formula. Yes, I did. Other women, no, I couldn't. I had to use formula. There's nothing wrong either way with how you feed your child. And I'm not even saying men, two gay men who have a child, let's say they end up adopting an infant, they can use breast milk or formula. There are people out there that express breast milk specifically for couples that cannot produce it themselves. And I'm not even saying just gay couples. I know women who could not express breast milk. And so they bought it from someone who could so they could breastfeed their baby. There's nothing wrong with calling it breast milk. There's nothing offensive about it. There's nothing exclusive about it. It is what it is. That's all it is. That's like calling water clear liquid. Why are you confusing it more? You're making it more complicated than it is. It is breast milk or formula. That's it. I'm so... that oh, I could go on for hours. No, you could. I'm a, I'm a, Okay. Now there's okay. going to be one topic that you will be able to go. We'll be able to go on, and that will probably take up part of our show next week. Because I hate to do the, uh, uh, and I found it late this evening, but it's an interesting one in which it talks about 
uh, if you're into zodiac signs, uh, they talked about a zodiac sign that was voted the most undateable by Americans across the nation. Uh, <laughs> we will go into that. No? Next, huh? Nothing. Never mind. That was my guess. I mean, if we can go into no. it now if you have time. I mean, I, I, we've got time. I mean, if you have time, I can go into it uh, now. Of we I can have time. The show out, huh? Uh, of course I have time. I always have time. Huh? Well, if you have time, I'll tell you what. We're actually supersizing the show tonight because this is actually an interesting <laughs> article. Uh, and it's a pretty long one, but it actually it will make sense. But it says here that finding true love may be written into the stars, but be careful that you don't get burned. A new study asked 2,000 nationally representative Americans to think about their relationships past, present, and future and found that a third of Americans refused to date a specific astrological sign ever again, with Gemini's topping the list. If you are Cancer, Taurus, Aries, or Leo, you may want to tread lightly in your relationships, as these signs were next in line for the most undateable signs. Regardless of whether they're blacklisted as a star sign from future romantic entanglements, 42% of all respondents said that they've turned to the stars for some assistance to see if they're compatible with their significant other. Conducted by one poll on behalf of a company called Diamond DeRay, the survey found that nearly half, 48% of respondents, often consult their horoscope for advice on their romantic life, with some of the best advice ranging from believing in your heart, being honest with yourself, and being patient. The majority of respondents, 62%, also shared that they believe that their relationships are unique and don't fit into a standard mold, and over half of the respondents, 56%, said that they always seem to struggle to find the perfect gift, no matter who's, uh, who it's for or the occasion. Uh, so to, just to break that down, 42% said Gemini, 37% said Cancer, 36% said Taurus, Aries was next at 34, Leo at 31. And, uh, of course, in this age of Aquarius, we were next to last at 10%. So we are one of the highest ones. Um, and Where are Libras? Libras were, let's see, Libras on the list were actually at 8th. 22% uh, Americans refused to date. Um, and then they talked about the top desired movie moments that people want. Um and that was also interesting, uh, because at this, uh, what they kind of went into is that the survey delved into the romantic aspirations that uh, people hope to achieve one day and found that 7 in 10 just want to have one movie magic kiss in their lifetime. And at this point in their lives, the average American has only had seven romantic moments that they would describe as magical. 14% have only had one to two. And nearly a quarter, 22%, however, have been fortunate enough to have over 10 of these romantic moments. And among them, uh, the number one top desired movie moment that people wanted was the kiss in the rain from the notebook, 36%. Uh, the I'm flying moment from Titanic was second. Uh, Mr. Darcy's second proposal in Pride and Prejudice was third. The upside-down kiss from Spider-Man was fourth. The car scene from Titanic, I'm trying to remember back if there was one. That was fifth. The To Me, You Are Perfect scene from Love Actually was sixth. The Lift from Dirty Dancing was seventh. 
Number eight was the New Year's Eve monologue from When Harry Met Sally. Uh, ninth was the Ikea date in 500 Days of Summer. Uh, the Empire State scene from Sleepless in Seattle was 10th. Uh, number 11, the pottery scene from Ghosts, which I'm shocked it was that low. But uh, number 12, the boombox serenade from Say Anything. Uh, 13th was the plain song from The Wedding Singer, uh, followed by the plain scene from Casablanca. And then the plain proposal from Crazy Rich Asians. And the last one was the tapes to jog Lucy's memory in 51st States. So, yes. People I don't know that I'd want the tapes to jog my memory from 51st States because that would mean that I can't remember. Uh, yeah, or I thought I about it. I had a brain injury. Yeah, I, I, I get that because it's like, it <laughs> hurt more because if you're watching this stuff and you're like, I just can't remember, and it hurts more, I would think. Yeah, you would think, right? I mean, I get it. I get what what's going on and how that's very nice, but I would be like, hmm, maybe not. So I'm I'm thinking about this now. Out of all these scenes, is there one particular one that you would like or stand out for? Well, uh, okay. If I had to only pick from those scenes, the one that I would want to be the serenading scene from uh, Say Anything with Boombox, just because if they found a Boombox to do that, that would be me point. You know, it'd be like, hey, look at that. That's not something you find anymore, you know. Um especially in this day and age, but a lot of these, like, kissing in the rain, although it's like, okay, yeah, I get it, rain kiss, ooh. Um, no, like, I'm not a, like, I'll stand in the rain, that'd be great. Actually, now that I think about it, I have kissed in the rain, so I guess I've done that one. Um, but it's like, eh, okay. Uh, the upside down kiss? No, no thanks. Like, I don't so wait, so there's one know. that's from a movie or something that's not okay. If it was if it was one from a movie that's not on this list, what it, what would it be? Um, like romantic moment, geez. Like I don't. I kind of like the okay. This is gonna sound corny, but uh, the Runaway Bride, where she shows up on his balcony and is like, does the, his speech back to him. I like that one. Probably because that puts me in control at that point. It'd be like, the guy said this to me and did my, you know, hey, huh, you wanna? And then have me come back and use his words and be like, this is, you know, this is what I'm saying. Like, I listen to you and this is how I really feel. Like, that would be pretty awesome. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I know, uh, for you guys out there, it would not be a movie that was actually in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one Maybe that's found at like that. local video <laughs> store in the back. <laughs> Just so you know, not all made stuff like that. I don't think guys think about that. You know, here's the weird thing to that. I don't really think that. You know, I know... That and I don't uh, don't at me, don't write me, but that's more of something that you know the girls who are always thinking you know the romantic things think about. I don't think a guy is saying, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, that scene from that movie. Yeah, that's what I want." <laughs> if you, you ask uh, a ton of guys, "Hey, from what scene of the movie 
would you like a romantic thing to happen? More than likely, they're probably going to tell you about something that they saw either Jesse Jane in or something <laughs> that they saw somebody else in. Or they're like not going to tell you. Hey. After everything shut up, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, there was a Sarah J movie once I saw. I want that, man. You know, it's like, that's probably going to be a guy's reaction. Um, but I don't think the first thing that they're thinking of is, uh, you know, something from Titanic or something from uh, Love Actually or any of those those movies. I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, here's the best part, at least for me. So if anybody's looking for a romantic thing to, to uh, give me a little gift to give me romantically, I am not about imitation if they're original and it's from the heart. That goes so much further than copying something that somebody wrote for a movie. Now, are all women like this? No, God, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know for no, a fact, no, if I'm you get guys out there to go and follow this advice tomorrow, they're going to be like, they're like, that's special. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad about my fellow, my fellow ladies out there, but God, no. Not everybody's like this. I know a good group of ladies, a lot of group of ladies, or like a lot of people that are like that. They want straight from the heart, like real thought that fits with the person you're with. So if you know me and you know what I'm like and you know what I think is fun and pretty and all those other things, you'll know as long as it's true and straight from your heart what to do for me. Now, other women... It's roses and chocolates and jewelry. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then there are women that want the movie scene. So, yeah, unfortunately, it's not all women. But for me, I'd rather have it be original. I don't need to have something. uh, It could be based off of that. Like if you want to try and set it up like that so that something happens. But I like the, the feel, the organic feeling of it, you know, of romance. So you're saying that if somebody shows up outside of your window with a big boom box, but instead of uh, playing the song from Say Anything, that they're playing Let's Get It On from Marvin Gaye, uh, would, that be, would that be original? Yes, and what's funny is that would probably make me giggle, and that would probably work. Because I would be like, oh, it's anything, and then all of a sudden it's Let's Get It On. And I'd be like, that's hilarious. Get up here. <laughs> You win. But I'm also that person, so like I said. By the way, these ideas, uh, they do work for you. Uh, You can send us money uh, and care of the show here. (laughs) Or at least just give us credit. (laughs) Yeah, something. Because I think too many times we've done things that have gone out and – has then become popular after we said it or we talked about it, and we don't get credit dog on it. So if you've heard it from this show or we have given you some type of idea here in this time that we've been on the air, just give us credit, man. Give us a little credit. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least we know we're doing a service for you here. But yeah, give us credit. <laughs> 
I get it. I know why for years. Late great little Richard used to always say, you know, like, you know, nobody ever gave him anything. I mean, it wasn't sadly. It was like the most uh, irony of it all uh, was upon his passing. People were like, oh yeah, he was originator of rock and roll. Did all this, blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, he would have loved to have heard that when he was here. You know, he used to always jokingly say it, and people laughed about it whenever he said it. He was like, yeah, I got nothing. Nobody ever gave me credit for nothing. And yeah, so now I'm like that. If we did something for you, if we gave you some bright ideas, if we helped you out a little bit, just give us some credit. Or you know what you can do? You can either follow Mary and I on our Twitter pages, or you can go to iHeartRadio, or you can go to Apple, and you can follow our podcast and tell a friend about it. (laughs) Tell a friend. That's how you can thank us. But, my friend... Uh, we have on our supersized show here, which I, I wasn't expecting because I really thought tonight was going to be one of those things where we would have a little bit of free. Because so there's so many stories this week and so many little different stories that uh, some things will be left maybe for another time. Uh, but, of course, there's always things break uh, throughout the week. But we do hope that wherever you are, uh, that you are safe, that you are doing better or that things are getting better. And I, before I close out tonight, I wanted to say, because I, I was talking to a friend this week, and I've seen, not to end on like a maudlin note, but I, I saw this week where they were talking about how a lot of people were like stressed right now. Um, and actually there was an interesting story uh, that I read where they had talked about in surveys how uh Drinking had led to liver disease and things had gone up 50% since the pandemic. And I had told someone the other day that, you know, all of us get a little stressed. All of us have a lot of things going on. But the one thing to remember is to always use your support system, your friends. That's why they're there. Uh, I think a lot of times we think that we're alone and we're battling stuff alone. We're not battling stuff alone. As long as you have friends, as long as you have family, as long as you have someone that you uh, can trust, that you know will not steer you wrong. And even if you didn't, there are phone numbers that you can call uh, where you can just talk to someone or you can find someone that will listen to you because we all have things going on right now. And I definitely reach out uh, because right now, with stuff that's going on, we don't have time to be divisive. Uh, it's more or less a time to be together. And I hope that everybody's doing that out there, and I hope that everybody's doing fine. And God willing, we'll be right back here next week at the same time. you have any shout-outs this week? Um, no shout-outs, but... Um just kind of to mirror off of what you're doing, don't forget to take a minute and do something that you enjoy, regardless of what it is, like what's going on. Like take that minute and dance naked in your living room, um, hopefully by yourself or maybe with a loved one that doesn't mind seeing you naked. Um, sing like nobody's listening. Um, go get a petty, a mani petty if you can. Um, but take those, take that minute, take that hour, take that, you know, a uh, couple of hours during your time and really 
refocus on things that you enjoy because sometimes you got to take that break. You got to give your brain that minute to to recover and uh, reach out. If that involves reaching out, then reach out. There are always going to be people that will reach back. Um, and if that isn't it, listen to us. I mean, as as much as I giggle on this it's show on the show, it's because I enjoy it. Because I enjoy being able to talk with my friend. Because I, I enjoy knowing that as corny, as ridiculous as some of our, our stories are, and even with the serious ones, we get to have a chance to just talk and pretend for a minute that we're all normal. So that that'd be the only thing that I could say right now. Or irregular. <laughs> <laughs> or an Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> yep. No, I mean, that's, that's what we have to share. It's, it's, as I say, the, the more you know. So. <laughs> I'm doing we the rainbow a... thing because I know this. <laughs> yeah, you can see it in your brain. You saw it all as it was happening. <laughs> but that's what we do here. We we try not to take ourselves too seriously on this Friday night show. There will be serious times where we'll, we'll have stories that we talk about, but we hope this is a respite for you to get away from all of the the week that was, and uh, we're here every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, so glad that you could join us. And like I said, got, we'll, we'll be right back here next week with you. Um, so with that, keep on following us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following us. And um, I think with that, my friend, I think we can uh, close the book on this show. And I will say for... Mary and myself, good night. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.